Well, hello, welcome to episode 16 of Pixelated Perspectives Podcast. It is me, Tanya, your host, and I'm so happy to be connecting with you. I wanted to spend a little bit of time just going back to basics. It is so needed at this time from what I see, from the perspective I'm looking at life from. And when I say going back to basics, I mean with concepts and the understandings around the principles of the five biological natural laws of nature. And these are all based on the understandings of German new medicine. Oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Berkwin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. So the reason I want to go back to basics is because there is so much emotional trauma happening right now on a global scale based on the fear-mongering and the propaganda constantly being put out there by the mainstream narrative. So the news, the radio, our own town councils, our own neighbors, everybody is full of fear about this virus, about the spread of this sickness. But if we have a really basic, I don't even mean a solid understanding, I mean if we have a basic understanding of German New Medicine and the principles, then it doesn't require any more fear. We don't need to be living in a state of fear anymore. Because these laws, these principles, and please understand that a principle and a law applies to everyone and everything. It doesn't just apply sometimes or to some people. It is like the law of gravity, okay? It applies to everyone and thing. Well, the same with these laws of German new medicine. And I don't want you to get hung up on the name, German New Medicine. I hear the terminology in quotes, new medicine, being given to like COVID vaccines. I don't want you to associate the term new medicine or Germanic new medicine with any part of this new vaccine because it it doesn't have anything to do with it. So if the wording behind GNM is kind of a trigger or just doesn't sit well with you, just consider understanding these as natural laws of nature, okay? That's what we can coin this so that we can bypass any sort of barriers when it comes to accepting these principles. And the only reason I'm bringing this up that, you know, German new medicine, this terminology might be triggering for some people is because I've heard people talk about it. So if you're somebody who just really is having a hard time accepting this terminology and you just kind of put a block and a wall up when anybody starts to speak about German new medicine, 
Well, then just view it, these knowledge, this knowledge and understandings as the five biological natural laws of nature. And then there won't be or shouldn't be any sort of blocking at that point. So let's go back to, as I said in the beginning, the basics. If we have an understanding that in order to experience any sort of symptoms on a physical level, so whether that is fever, whether that is the cold symptoms like stuffy runny nose, coughing, whether that's diarrhea or vomiting and gut aches or body aches, muscle pains, any of these symptoms. And a lot of these symptoms, well, all of them, are is what the mainstream narrative is saying. These are all symptoms of COVID-19, right? So if we are experiencing any of these symptoms, there must, according to the principles of GNM, or the five biological natural laws of nature, you must have already experienced an unexpected, shocking or upsetting event or experience prior to having symptoms. So what the conventional narrative is telling us is that there is a virus jumping from person to person and spreading and infecting and these, I'm saying, I'm doing little air quotes to myself, <laughs> thinking that you're going to get this. But, you know, these concepts that there are these microviruses that are jumping from person to person and spreading these illnesses is completely against the principles. They, they don't even, there's nowhere within these principles of nature that that concept or that theory fits. And that theory has been debunked. The virus theory has been debunked numerous, numerous times. And I'm going to suggest for anybody who wants to know more and have proof of this debunking, that it's a complete myth and want to hear the science behind that and the proof, you know, quote unquote proof, I'm going to direct you to the Contagion Myth. It's a book by Tom Cowan and Sally Morrell Fallon. Definitely look that book up. I was actually, I have the book. I lent it out and um, it would have been actually really perfect for this episode where I could have read some of their quotes and their findings in it just so that I, I could say right here on this podcast episode that let me back it up reading through this book for you. But so this is just one book. There's Virus Mania. There are countless doctors who have um, debunked this as well. Of course, they're not allowed to practice medicine anymore because they're going against that conventional model, medical model, and it doesn't fit with that narrative. So of course, they got their license revoked. One of the doctors would be Tom Cowan. He's one of them who authored this book. And another great author who debunks this myth and this theory about viruses is Dr. Andrew Kaufman. I will leave these names and the links to the books in the show notes so that you know I'm not just pulling information out of thin air. There's definitely sources that back up these statements. So let's get back to the symptoms now. When we hold the understandings, that something must have happened prior to us experiencing symptoms, something that was upsetting or traumatic or, you know, unexpected. It, it was a conflict of some sort. 
well, then we can start asking ourselves, you know, if I'm, let's say I wake up with, I'm achy, I've got a fever, I feel nauseous. Well, then instead of just responding in a state of fear and just automatically going into this mind trap that, oh my gosh, I have to now run out and get myself tested so that I can have a test tell me what's wrong with me. Instead, you're going to automatically ask yourself or look back and ask what just happened? What did I just go through? And you will see that there would have been something upsetting for you. Now, this brings me to the point where Monday morning, my youngest daughter goes to school, half of her class isn't there. And, you know, with Snapchat, people are constantly connected. These kids are always connected. So they're snapping each other and they're all saying, we're sick. They all have the same symptoms. They're flu symptoms. Okay, so of course the school, because they have to follow that mainstream narrative and those protocols, they're letting the students know of the school that all of these kids are sick and if you were hanging around them, you know, well, you should go get tested. And of course, parents are on the same wavelength. All of these kids are sick and so they're saying, well, let's go get you tested. So what is the cause of all of these kids within a classroom? And it wasn't just um, my youngest daughter's class. It was many, many kids out of the school that stayed home, that didn't come to school because they weren't feeling well. So instead of automatically responding and saying, COVID has grasped the school, these kids, and that has spread wildly like a wildfire through these little children. Well, we're not going to go there because we know with this basic understanding and this principle that there would have been something to initiate those biological and physiological changes within the body to cause symptoms, right? That is a principle. Let's look back. Was there something that the vast majority of these kids went through as a group. What was it that happened? And if we're going to ask that question, well then, let's, let's take a moment and think about it. Was there something that happened? Well, yes, there sure was. That Friday, the Friday before the weekend, there was a shocking, horrific event that the whole entire school had to deal with. And not just the school, but the, the town itself. The children within the schools were notified about this horrific event that happened within the town. And, you know, it kind of spread like fear, like a wildfire, this information. And the children had to stay in their schools. They couldn't, they weren't allowed to leave. The police were surrounding the building. And, you know, if you have this, this scene in your head as I'm talking about it, you can see how upsetting and scary this would have been for the kids. It was just a really traumatic experience for most of the people. And then just knowing and having to learn that there was a homicide and right close to the school and, and the neighboring areas, well, it's very upsetting news. It's traumatic. And when the kids then are surrounded then and locked into the school, without and obviously the the police are protecting them right they don't want to let kids and the teachers just leave without you know having the area secure 
But that whole scene and scenario was unexpected. It was shocking. It was traumatic. So this is what happened. And because it happened on such a grand scale, so many kids involved at once, it explains then how, okay, they're eventually let out of the school, they go home, they have the weekend, the weekend, you know, takes their minds off of it. They're taken out of the conflict activity phase and area, and they just go about their weekends being kids and enjoying the weekend. So they're resolved, that conflict, that initial conflict, and that shocking event gets resolved over the weekend because they're no longer thinking about it. They're not in that vicinity. They're just having fun. They're, whatever they're doing for the weekend, they forget about it. And when a conflict is resolved, that is when your body biologically has to make the changes to bring itself back into a state of homeostasis, to back to its original functioning. That is how come we then experience symptoms because cells are being broken down now that were at the time of the conflict, the cells were starting to proliferate because you want more cells. The, the body and nature automatically responds to um, your body, automatically responds to what you're going through, to your environment. And without you even having to think about it or even be conscious that this is what's going on, on a biological level, your organs are making the necessary physiological adjustments to better equip you to help get through this conflict and resolve it as quick as possible. So all of these changes are happening on a biological level within your body that you're not even consciously aware of during a conflict. And when that conflict is resolved, as I said over the weekend, it was resolved for most of these kids, well, then the organs then start to, all the cells that were, were added to help strengthen that organ and the corresponding organs, the cells now start breaking down and getting flushed out of the body. And this is, you know, can be experienced through diarrhea or um, vomiting with fever, with headaches, anything like that. These symptoms are the natural sign that you are in healing of a conflict. And I'm not going to get specific into the types of conflict and which specific organs are involved because I'm just going back to basics here. I'm just going back to this principle that in order to have symptoms, there had to have been an unexpected conflict to initiate it. So that is the basics. And just having that knowledge makes everything make sense. So my daughter, when she got to school, it wasn't surprising for her to know or to see that there were a bunch of students from the school not attending, right? That they were homesick and not feeling well because she knows the, the basics of GNM. She knows these principles. And when she got home and told me, um, she said right away, you know, it makes sense. This is what happened on Friday. And absolutely, this is exactly what it is. Now, on contrast, if you didn't know this principle, this basic natural principle of nature, then you're thinking it's a virus and it's spreading because that's what the world is talking about right now for, and for the last 19 months. 
19 or 20 months. So everyone else who doesn't understand this is in a state of panic and fear and taking their kids out to get tested. So it's just, I don't want to get into the testing for this episode because it needs to be its own episode. And there's been so, so many doctors and not to mention the inventor of the PCR test himself said this was not, it was not to be used to diagnose any sort of illness or virus. And um, of course, he's not living anymore. He's not living just prior to the start of COVID. So um, I'm not going to get into any sort of my opinions or anything on this, but the facts are about the PCR tests. They, they need to be in a, their own episode because they're really part of the problem. Well, they are the problem of this whole pandemic issue. Um, but again, another episode. So I hope that just me covering the basics of why we're experiencing symptoms, that there would have been an init initial conflict shock. And then as long as that conflict shock is resolved, that's when we start experiencing symptoms. As long as we have this basic understanding, we are just so much more empowered because when we know this, we begin asking questions about what happened. We start to really get aware and we want to be more aware about what we go through on a day-to-day -day basis because then we understand, well, if I'm starting to feel some physical symptom, I know it points to something that I just would have experienced not long ago. So we're no longer playing in the model of conventional medicine anymore because we don't need to. When it comes to physical symptoms, especially with all the listed symptoms that apparently the virus has, that whole concept is debunked now. It doesn't apply. It's not applicable to us. And that is huge. That explains why the vast majority of population is experiencing symptoms and all of the same sort of symptoms. Well, then we can ask the same question we did with the, the kids at school. What happened? What did they just have to deal with? What are they dealing with? Well, what is the world dealing with right now? They're dealing with complete overwhelm of information that is full of fear. It's fear-mongering. It is this hurricane of negative information that is freaking people out. It's reading headline newspapers. It's watching the news and all of, hearing about all of these stories and horrific happenings and seeing images plastered all over the internet. This, this is the conflict. This is what people are dealing with every single day around the world. And so you can start to understand why people are experiencing similar symptoms. They're going to have symptoms because there is a lot that the globe has had to deal with over the last 20 months. There's been so much fear and anxiety and, and trauma that everybody has had to face that it explains why people are getting the symptoms they are and all the same symptoms. That's why you can write up a list of symptoms for a virus and them all be on there and everybody experiences that because 
everybody's experiencing the same type of trauma and has been ongoingly for the last 20 months. Okay, so that's that's where all of the symptoms are coming from. Now, there's also symptoms, major symptoms and illnesses happening as a result of the new vaccinations that came out. Tons of illnesses and injuries recorded now. Uh, well, it's only said that 1% of all injuries and side effects have been reported, but we're seeing a lot of, of sicknesses and symptoms within the treated, the vaccinated people. So that means they're going to be not part of this, this uh, global conflict, right? This global scale conflict. Because the vaccine, that's something completely unrelated to the initial flu-like symptoms that everybody was experiencing before people were getting vaccinated. So next time you or a loved one or somebody you know starts to experience physical symptoms of any sort, doesn't matter what it is, instead of looking to automatically go see a doctor or go get a test or, you know, go ask somebody what's wrong with you, instead turn to yourself and ask yourself, what have you just experienced? What have you just went through? And it doesn't have to be huge, but if it was upsetting in any way, that is enough to start a biological special program of nature. That is enough for nature and your body to automatically start making these physiological changes within your body in order to assist you. If your mind, your psyche, or your subconscious mind feels threatened in any way that you're in danger, well then that is when nature takes over and the biological changes start happening. And then the moment that your psyche determines that you're safe and you're no longer in any threat, you're no longer in that environment, that's when the program then starts to resolve and you then in return begin to feel those symptoms. So empower yourself, ask yourself, what is it that you've just went through or what is it that somebody else may have just went through? Talk with them. Yes, it is a mindset shift. It is a paradigm shift to what this mainstream medical model is, is has been teaching us. But it isn't a hard concept to understand. It makes complete sense. I mean, in, even if to you it, this doesn't make sense, it's a principle. So you, you don't have to understand how electricity works in order for it to work. You, just knowing that it's a principle and that it works no matter what, even if you understand it or not, it doesn't matter. It's, it still applies. So these natural laws of nature still apply to you, whether you understand them or not, or whether you even want to accept them or not, they're still applying. So you might as well start accepting these laws and principles and using them to your benefit. Actually start understanding and asking yourself what's been going on in your life, what has caused you some stress. Maybe, just maybe, they will point exactly to the symptoms you're having. And this is empowering. It's just part of evolving as a person and as a global consciousness. These laws have always existed, but when you consciously get aware of these laws, you're, you're now operating at a higher consciousness. And that is what's happening on a global planetary level right now is everybody 
well, not everybody, but the majority of people, I really believe, are moving up into higher states of consciousness. And these understandings, these principles of nature are part of that. And it is all what's going to make us more powerful, more independent when it comes to our health, more we take responsibility. We'll be able to, to really care for ourselves and our loved ones in a very powerful way because we have and understand these principles. So I hope that you've learned something. I hope that this has been valuable. If it has, please leave a review for me. I would love to hear your feedback. Please share it with a friend or a family member, anybody who you think needs to listen to this. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at tanyaverquin.